this is Jeannie Sisko Meth, and thank you so much for joining me yet again today. And I, I have decided that I need to speak my mind, share my voice. There is so much confusion and chaos in the world right now. At the time of this recording, it is July 9th, 2020, and it does not look like there is an end in sight to the chaos, to the house arrest. Um, some people call it quarantine, to the, the devastation and the fear that is racking our nation and the world right now. And I have stayed away from it for a while, but now I have decided that I would like to add my voice and hopefully help you tame the bully that is absolutely wreaking havoc on your life and others at this moment. Now I want to share with you, I'm going to share with you some Bible verses that I use every day because when we are surrounded by fear, it's very easy to get wrapped up in that fear. And right now it is very, very difficult to sequester yourself from fear to quarantine yourself from fear. There absolutely is a virus that is taking over our world, but it is not coronavirus. It is the fear virus. I have never seen so many people so afraid before. There have always been people that are afraid. There's always been people that lash out. You know, if you've spent any time with me at all, you've heard me say, hurt people hurt people. And my friends, there is a lot of hurt. It feels like our country is on fire. I don't know about yours, but there is definitely a resistance to a calm, secure voice right now. It seems to be like everybody is crying out in panic. My intention for today is to be that calm, clear voice to help you reevaluate where you're at and where you're going, and where you are right now. I am not a theologian. I'm not a pastor. I'm not. I'm, I, I'm just a person who studies my Bible and does the best I can with, with what I've learned. And I have some very important passages that I lean on every day to help me continue to move forward and to calm the fear-mongering between my ears and around me. The first one that I would like to share with you, I'm, I'm reading from the New International Version, um, and, and today I'd like to read Jeremiah 29, 11. This verse again is Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. The Lord knows what is happening. The Lord understands what is happening. He has allowed it to happen. For whatever reason he has, I don't know. But I do know that there's a lot of good happening right now. I also know that there's a lot of bad. What are you choosing to focus on? I'm choosing to focus on the good. The fact that Tony Robbins is reaching more people all across the planet than ever before because he's taken his trainings online and made them much more affordable. I myself has also been blessed 
by being able to reach people all across the world because it's now all virtual and digital. And so what used to be a small community has now gone global. Many other people in my profession, people far surpassing me, I'm working with Tony Robbins, the man is a genius, are able to have access to so much uplifting and empowering thoughts and programs right now, all because so many people are taking their message online. Dan Clark, a dear friend and acquaintance of mine, one of the top 10 speakers in the world, has also taken his platform online, as well as Jason Hewlett, another peer of mine, just phenomenal men who are sharing the word of hope and the promise of our Lord. He has plans for us. God knows exactly what is happening right now, and he has a plan for it. My husband is home full-time now because of the trucking industry falling all apart in April. We've been trying for some time to find another avenue in which he could make money. We have now found that avenue, and he's doing very well. And it was because of the coronavirus that we finally found the courage to walk away from the trucking business. Because you see, the goal that you want, the one, the the big shiny one, as Darren Hardy calls it, the BHAG, the big, hairy, audacious goal that is so big you don't think you'll ever make it, that goal is jeopardized by a clearly defined path to a lesser goal. Because the the huge goal, the big, hairy, audacious goal, that path is going to have to be hacked out of the wood by you. It's going to have to be formed and molded and, and traveled by you. You're the first one to travel it because it's your goal. Now, other people may have traveled the road you know, to their goal, but your goal is slightly different. Absolutely, you can use their help. Absolutely, you can connect with them and get, get help and support. And you still must walk your path, which means you've got to hack it out, which means you've got to pull the weeds, pull the branches, and continue to walk that path continuously. And fear will stop you every single time. So put fear aside, put your faith in God, and take the next step. You don't need to see the whole path. You just need to see the next step. That's all it takes. Now I want to share with you Joshua 1, verse 7. Joshua 1, verse 7 says, Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law. My servant Moses gave you, do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them. No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. There are many 
passages in Joshua 1 that talk about being strong and courageous over and over again. Do not be discouraged. Do not be terrified. Continue to move forward. There are over 400 verses in the Bible that have to do with not being afraid, with having courage, with moving forward. I invite you to remember that you are in God's hands, that he holds you by your right hand and leads you if you choose to follow. Here is another one. Second Chronicles 20, verse 15, reading partway down through the verse. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Take up your possessions, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will give you. You will be delivered from your time of trials and errors if you choose to be, if you are seeking, if you are moving forward, if you are trying to progress. You absolutely will progress. It takes a definite, a definiteness of purpose. You have got to decide and then you've got to move forward. I know you're going to get tired. I know you're going to feel overwhelmed. I know I have many times on this journey. So I share with you Isaiah 40, verse 29. God gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. That is Isaiah 40, 29 through 31. There are so many passages in the Bible that give us encouragement, that tell us to continue to move forward, that help us to move forward. Another one that I would like to share with you, I want to share with you Matthew 6, 25. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet their heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lily of the fields grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and gone tomorrow, is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? O you of little faith, do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, 
and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. What I have learned from this passage is to be in the present moment. So often, I used to be in the habit, and once in a while I still am, of going into the future and being afraid. What's going to happen? What if? Was constantly plaguing me. I know that Mark Twain said, I have, I have lived through thousands of problems, and some of them in reality. What that says to me is that in his mind, he was creating all these problems, and a fraction of them are what really happened. You don't need to worry about tomorrow today, because tomorrow brings way too much worry into today. I have enough strength to carry myself through today. God helps me get through today. He holds my hand. He gives me energy. He gives me guidance. And he helps me tame the bully between my ears so that I can focus on what is right and what is needed. What is needed right now, my friends, is faith. What is needed right now, my friends, is hope. What is needed right now is love and courage and caring. Courage to speak up for what is right. Courage to speak up for what you believe in. There are so many different opinions and ideas out there. Spend some time seeking knowledge, true knowledge. Spend some time with experts. And then make your own decision. I'm not here to tell you what decision to make. I'm here to tell you to have hope, to believe, to imagine a better world. Because that's where it starts. Creation starts in the mind with a thought. It starts with belief. You've got to tend the soil and get your mind ready for receiving. Spend some time today in his word. Spend some time seeking, asking, and knocking. Matthew 7, verse 7. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who seek, who asks, receives. He who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened. You have the power to change your world, and it lies right between your ears in that marvelous mind of yours. There are three things that create your world. The first thing is, what are you focusing on? Are you focusing on lack and fear and scarcity? Or are you focusing on hope, belief, cheerfulness, Love, whichever one of those you focus on the most is what you get more of. Whatever you look at and see, you get, and you get more and more of it. So make the decision to focus on things that uplift and empower and heal you instead of being afraid. Love 
is much more powerful than fear. The second thing that you need to be aware of is what do you believe? What are you doing? What do you want? What do you want? Do you believe that it's possible? And are you taking action to make it happen? You see, so many people don't even know what they want that they can't, they can't get it. And then they wander around in circles why, wondering why their life is such a mess. Because you have not set a course to a destination. You've got to choose the destination and then start moving towards it. Every day, one step at a time. And so if you currently find yourself in fear and limitation and lack and scarcity, then take one step today towards happiness and love and abundance. Start to plant that seed in your mind by telling yourself, God has a plan. He has a plan for me and he has a plan for my family, my community, my country, my world. Lord, help me see your plan Help me trust and believe in your plan. Help me have the courage today to take another step. Help me have the courage today to continue to think on what is holy and good. Help me to have the courage to say no to what is unholy and ungood or bad, ungood. I invite you to start thinking a different way. I invite you to make the changes that need to be made because that is how the world changes one little moment at a time. Be the drop of the pebble in the pond. If you've ever dropped a pebble in water, you've noticed that the ripples go far and wide, and they come back as well. Be the person to drop that ripple and start that ripple effect of love and light and healing, and it will change everything. The other thing is, what does it mean? Such as whatever you're focusing on, what does that mean? What, what, what meaning do I give it? Right now, many people are focusing on COVID-19 and they are hearing from many sources that it is diabolical, it's, a, it's, it's horrible, it's a pandemic. Well, not to scare you more, but 1.5 million people died of tuberculosis last year. Over 4.4 million people were injured in car accidents last year and needed to go to the hospital. I could go on, but that's not the point of this. The point is, is to shift your focus off what the media is telling you is so horrible. Not to shift it to things that are worse, but to help you realize that there are people that get better every single day. They get sick and they get better. The recovery rate of COVID far exceeds, by the multiples of hundreds, exceeds the death rate. 
I don't have the exact number in front of me. Last time I looked at it, because I don't like looking at those statistics all of the time, there were about 38,000 people who had died and over 600,000 who had recovered. And the recovery number continued to get bigger. I know that if I focus on health and recovery, that is what happens. You can research the placebo effect and see it in every single situation. The mind and the body is what heals itself. And so if I think I'm healthy, and I know that I will get better, and I know that I will not be infected, your wish is my command. And that is what happens. So we invite you to start paying attention to what you're thinking about. And then what meaning are you giving it? And then what are you going to do with that newfound understanding? The reason so many children survive cancer is because they don't know that it is a death sentence. And it's not anymore. But there are still adults that think, oh my gosh, I have cancer, I'm going to die. There are many adults who have healed themselves. You see, I'm a childhood cancer survivor. I survived. I haven't had it again. You can too, my friend. Whatever it is that you are struggling against, you can overcome. Because with God, all things are possible. I invite you to invite him into your life today. And to start focusing on the positive, on the love, on the goodness of this world. If I can help you in any way, please reach out. Jeannie at JeannieSiscoMeth.com There is no hyphen in my email address. I'm actually teaching a class Friday, July 10th at 11 o'clock Mountain Time all about taming the bully between your ears. I would love to have you register and attend. I have posts on social media that you can find and register for. If you missed this Friday, that's okay. Let me know. I'll have another one coming up as well. Let's turn the tide of fear, panic, anger, and hatred into love, hopefulness, beauty, and bliss. Thanks for joining me, my friend. Have an absolutely fabulous day. And bye for now.